Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today we've got a story about a vicious oven. But first a story from Lex Taliones. Boss tries to use an off-color joke to get permission to fire me. About 15 years ago, I moved across a few states to where my wife was starting her new position as a professor at a local university. We had the first of our three children, and while I was going to mainly stay home to care for them, I wanted at least a part-time job for the extra money and whatnot. So I took a full-time position as a cook at a retirement home and care facility in the town we'd moved to. I have a culinary degree and years of experience working in small kitchens, hotels, and a previous university kitchen. This was a very small kitchen and had a lot of the hand-me-down practices that have managed to avoid professionalism and efficiency. Basically, whoever ran the kitchen just did what they felt like doing if they thought it made sense. The current head of dietary who actually hired me had years of experience, but she was retiring and her position was being taken by a kitchen staff member who was brought into the kitchen from being a housekeeper. She had very little training and no certifications, but was taking the courses as she started the position on the facility's dime. At first, it was very friendly and casual. We all got along fair enough. It was my new supervisor, boss, me, the main cook, queen, who had plenty of experience in small-town kitchens, and an ex-truck driver, King, who had no experience, but could follow directions and sort of assembled the meals as directed. Our facility director, Big Boss, ran the entire place and all departments. I had a habit of maintaining a professional demeanor wherever I worked, until I could test the atmosphere and relax into whatever environment it turned out to be. I learned from this incident not to do that and always maintain a professional face at work, no matter how relaxed it is because of this incident. After some months in the position, all was mostly fine, but boss had an issue with the way I performed my tasks. I used pretty standard practices for preparing, cooking, and expediting meals that she was unfamiliar with. An example would be prepping meal components during downtime as residents of the facility would come to be fed. She was used to just standing at the window, waiting for the nurses to come and give the name of the resident and their meal of choice. Then, as the aides cleaned up, she would rush to prepare lunch. I would come to the window when a nurse approached, but otherwise be prepping food to go into the ovens and stovetops for the impending lunch hour, or prepping food for the next day's meal. This not only managed time better, but allowed me to avoid many snafus and possibly prep something extra for the independent residents who would request something at the last minute for lunch when they came for the morning meal. They had a tendency to just trickle in, and there weren't more than maybe 40 residents in total. One event would be the morning she came in early to do paperwork, and she saw me preparing 4-inch full pans of pork chops to put into the cooler until oven time. She was terribly confused. Boss says, what are you doing? I say pork chops for lunch. 
They say, but it's breakfast time. I say, yes, breakfast is ready on the steam table. They say, but you're supposed to be serving breakfast. I say, I am. As they get here, I get them their breakfast. I've already prepared the veggies and the potatoes. After I get these pans in the cooler, I can start the cake for tomorrow's dessert. They say, but, but it's breakfast. And so on. This was the start of her trying to change my methods to hers, but almost every time she would try, I would resist. At first she pulled the I'm in charge thing, but not often because I had more experience than her and I could explain how my method was standard practice, or made more sense than hers. She never had a reasonable explanation that what I was doing shouldn't be done other than I don't like it. She really had some ridiculous ideas about how to cook. A few times, she would involve the facility head, Big Boss, and I'd get to work to be told I needed to go talk to her. Every single time, I managed to defend what I was doing and get agreement from Big Boss that what I was doing was professional and acceptable. More than a handful of times, I demonstrated how things Boss expected of me not only weren't efficient, but sometimes even skirted or violated serve safe and food handling safety. A big one was she'd been angry that she now had to bend over to lift out meats out of the boxes on the bottom shelf instead of on the second shelf where she had them previously, above the shelf where we had boxes of lettuce and other raw veggies. I'd be told to continue what I was doing, and Big Boss would then talk to Boss, who would stare daggers at me for the rest of the shift. This went on for months, until Boss thought she could finally get rid of me through some shenanigans. One day I was called into Boss's office towards the end of my shift, and she said we needed to go talk to Big Boss. We go together, and Big Boss tells me that Boss has brought to her attention my unprofessional behavior in the kitchen. Boss then clarifies by relating a little off-color gag I'd taken part in one day with Queen. We'd been putting away our delivery, and each of us had one of those 80-20 meat tubes, and on a whim we both started hanging them in front of our aprons and swinging them side to side, chasing King around in front of the cooler with our meaty dongs. Yes, it was unprofessional. Yes, it was juvenile. Yes, it was kinda gross. But this wasn't an isolated incident of tomfoolery, and it was the same sort of play the boss herself had taken part in. Boss thought she'd finally gotten me as Big Boss asked me if this had actually happened, and I said it had. Boss starts to explain that she can't have that kind of behavior in her kitchen, and it was unprofessional. She loved being able to say that directed at me, considering I'd shown how unprofessional she was previously, and that it was offensive and dirty and blah blah blah. When she was done, and Big Boss looked to me for my response, I apologized and agreed it was inappropriate, and I should have known better, but I also explained that I never made an off-color joke, began an off-color discussion, or took part in any behavior considered unprofessional there until I'd seen that it was commonplace in this kitchen. I waited to gauge the environment first until I saw how they conducted themselves in their kitchen. After I saw what they considered acceptable, I took part. I also explained that it was actually Boss who had first made me aware that they were regularly engaging in casual off-color topics and behavior, and only after she'd wandered into that territory did I feel comfortable enough myself to go there. Then I apologized and said it wouldn't happen again, but that everyone, including Boss, should be held to the same expectations. Boss immediately snapped and said, 
What did I do that made you think it was okay to be so offensive? Which was a huge mistake. I say, boss, who is Henry? At this, she clammed up and her eyes grew wide as she turned so red. It was kind of scary. Big Boss looks at Boss in confusion, and Boss just looks back and forth between us in panic. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. I begin to explain that Henry is boss's vibrating you-know-what. I know this because on my second day in the kitchen, the dishwashing machine was, like it was quite often, being repaired because it had broken down again. The repairman was this guy that boss and queen kept staring at and giggling about. Queen jokes that she thinks boss is sabotaging the machine so that this guy will have to come repair it again. At one point, he goes out to his truck and queen tells boss she should just go for it, asking him out or whatever. And boss declines, smiling and giggling and then says, Looks like I have a date with Henry tonight. Queen chuckles and I ask who Henry is. Queen tells me it's Boss's special friend. And Boss finishes by explaining that he's big and red and has multiple vibration settings and he even wiggles too. I laughed and she continued with saying something like, A girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do, even if she has to keep buying batteries. I go on to explain that Queen can confirm this, and there's probably other instances where others were present where Boss was engaging in similar discussion, or taking part in similar joking around, and that it was only after a few weeks of this behavior did I feel comfortable in taking part. Big Boss is looking at Boss for a rebuttal, but Boss is still standing there shuffling her feet sweating bullets. Big Boss then thanks me for being frank, and that from this point forward, 
None of that behavior is acceptable from anyone and excuses me to finish my shift as boss stays behind to presumably get reamed. There were a few instances of us butting heads after that along the same lines as before, but she didn't talk to me much after. I ended up moving on a couple of months after. Snitches get stitches, right? Don't call somebody out for some unscrupulous act. If you're not only one taking part in it, but you're one pretty much generating it, I love seeing somebody who thinks they're infallible like that, getting exposed and getting knocked on their butt along with everybody else they're trying to knock down. If you're working a job, would you rather have a place that jokes around like that, even if it's a little suggestive, or one that stays completely sanitary and professional? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. And our final story of the day is from Small Angry Dodge, Toxic Oven. This took place when an old man who I'll call Doug that I lived with got married. He and I live on a ranch taking care of cattle. Doug's son also moved in with us shortly after with his girlfriend. When Doug met this woman, she refused to even sleep under the same roof with him until they were married, because she claimed she was very religious. She also very recently divorced her husband when they met. A couple months go by, and after showing up from school, I was still in high school, I find a woman in the house unpacking her things. This woman I'll call Bessie. I call my old man asking about Bessie, where he tells me that they just got married and she'll be living with us now. At first I was shocked, but I'm very adaptive and soon fell into a new routine. At first Bessie was fine, but it soon became obvious that she was not who she claimed to be. She claimed to be a cowgirl and rode horses, but after she moved in, confessed she hadn't rode a horse in over 20 years and gave every excuse in order not to ride. She also hated any family other than her own. I remember when my dad was going to visit for the first time in a while and we informed her. She spoke with my folks over the phone and we pretended to be very friendly with them, even asked if they could help her move in some things that she recently bought. She then left the ranch unannounced to go see her family, supposedly, the day before mine was supposed to show up. She didn't return until a couple weeks later when my family and Doug's son left, leaving us alone again. She was constantly very aggressive when it came to cleaning, this will be important later. Also, when she would cook, if she would make a mistake, especially with desserts, she would leave me those plates and serve the best for herself. For example, she would intentionally burn cookies and leave those for me to eat while the others would be on separate plates wrapped for her and Doug. She also made a batch of fudge once and when I walked in to take a peek, she snarled at me saying I was to have none. I just smiled, said okay and walked away. An hour later, she gives me a whole plate saying she was just joking and I hope I enjoyed the fudge. I took one bite to know that the only reason why she gave me this batch was because the sugar didn't cook and it was as if you were chewing on sand. Okay, now on to the story. On this particular day, I awake to find Bessie to have made breakfast all for herself, leaving Doug, his son, his girlfriend, and me to fend for ourselves. This was a regular thing. I get started chopping potatoes and cooking eggs, offering to everyone else if they wanted some. We have a very old-fashioned electric stove that's white and constantly got burned, leaving dark black residue on the burners that were very visible. I made breakfast for everyone and turned off the stove to let it cool off. Electric stoves, or at least this one, takes quite a while to cool off. Bessie made it a rule to scrub the black residue off the stove after every use. I gathered my things and go to sit down to eat my breakfast. 
This is where, in an all-too-familiar Karen tone, she snaps at me. What are you doing? I calmly reply, I'm sitting down to eat my breakfast while the stove cools. She didn't have to tell me for me to know what she wanted. She says, no, you need to clean it now. Bessie practically screamed. Nobody said a word to her and just looked at me to see what my next move was. I calmly looked her in the eyes and asked her, so you want me to clean off the stove while it's still burning hot? She just stared at me with daggers and yelled, yes. Cue malicious compliance. I gave her my best poop-eating grin and just told her, okay. Leaving my food where it was, I got what we cleaned our stove with, Ajax water and a steel wool scrubber and went to work. She watched me as I sprinkled the Ajax on the stove, which did nothing at first, but the second I poured water on it, all heck let loose. I grabbed a rag and held it over my mouth and had to hold my breath from the vile gas that arose from the stove. It was so thick and white that it instantly filled the room with what I assume was a toxic gas and gave everyone a coughing fit, but I was determined. I went to scrubbing the stove, alternating between hands and wrapping the steel wool with paper towels to keep it from burning my hands. One by one, Doug, his son, and his girlfriend slowly left the room with their food. But Bessie just looked down at the table and continued eating, only to look up at me every couple of seconds to make sure I didn't stop. She didn't say a word as I continued to clean the stove. We were in the kitchen as I continued to make this toxic gas on the stove. After about 5-10 to minutes of scrubbing, I got it close to her standards and wiped off the stove. The gas lingered in the air as I smiled at her, grabbed my plate, and walked through the front door to eat outside. She never left the kitchen, and she sat there in what I assumed was defeat from my malicious compliance. I still smile at the thought of it. Honestly though, kind of kudos to them for being so stubborn and refusing to admit that they could possibly be wrong that they sat there through all those noxious fumes. At least like if they're gonna be an awful person, at least they can sit through the suffering they're trying to impose on other people. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another malicious compliance story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.